Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for May 16th is another collection of Psalms. Psalms 3 and 4, 12 and 13, 28 and 55. This first one is special because, well, they're all special, right? I mean, the Word of God is all full of life. But this one is unique amongst the Psalms because it tells us when David wrote it. While he was fleeing from his son Absalom. How gracious of God to give us what the man of God was praying and what he most wanted to remember during the time that he was fleeing from his son, that he was really suffering because of his own sin. Lord, how my foes increase, Yahweh, Jehovah. There are many who attack me. Many say about me, there is no help for him in God. Right? Because David had sinned. The kingdom was, it appeared that the kingdom was, kingdom was being ripped from his hands. That there was this civil war and Absalom had won the hearts of the people. So people looked at him and they said, there's no help for him in God. In other words, God's not going to rescue him because he sinned. God doesn't love him anymore, right? That kind of thing. God's not in relationship with him anymore. Verse 3, but you, Yahweh, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cry aloud to Yahweh, or Jehovah, the Lord. And he answers me from his holy mountain. This is a man who is running for his life. And his confidence remains steadfast in God. That is amazing. And this is why I believe God speaks of David and said, this man is a man after my own heart. David's heart did something in God's heart. It unlocked something in God's heart. Because he never stopped believing in the goodness of God, even in the midst of being judged for his own sin. He never stopped believing in God's goodness and I believe that's why this psalm is written for us. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because Yahweh sustains me. I will not be afraid of thousands of people who have taken their stand against me on every side. Rise up, Yahweh. Save me, my God. You strike all my enemies on the cheek. He believed in the faithfulness of God. Psalm 4 goes on. Answer me when I call God who vindicates me. Vindicates you? But you're a sinner, David. But he knew his proper place. 
So he believed that God would vindicate him. You freed me from affliction. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. Psalm 12. Help Yahweh, for no faithful one remains. This is when he was betrayed. The loyal have disappeared from the human race. They lie to one another. They speak with flattering lips and deceptive hearts. He goes on to say, you, Yahweh, will guard us. You will protect us from this generation forever. The wicked prowl all around, and what is worthless is exalted by the human race. Psalm 13, how long, Yahweh, will you forget me forever? Feels that way sometimes, doesn't it? I love that David sets this example for us. He's not afraid to tell God what he thinks. We in our religiousness feel like we can't be honest with God <laughs> because he's going to get mad at us or something for expressing how we feel. And I think he gets frustrated instead because we mask how we truly feel. And we try to say the right thing, especially in front of other people. But we treat God that way too. As if he doesn't know <laughs> how silly we are. We should be like David, right? At least I should. Maybe, maybe you guys are, don't struggle with this. Psalm 28, verse 3, stuck out to me this morning. I had a dream last night about somebody who had betrayed me in real life. In my dream, reached out to me for help. And so I was debating all night long as I tossed and turned. Do I help them or do I tell them how I really feel? <laughs> because they betrayed me, or at least I think they did. Psalm 28, verse 3, just happened to be this morning after that night. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with the evildoers. What evildoers? Those who speak in friendly ways with their neighbors while malice is in their hearts. Hmm. That was convicting. Maybe I'll just be nice to them, not tell them how I really feel. All the while, I'm hoping that they get, God strikes their house with lightning or something. Not really, but exaggerating to make the point. But don't we do that, especially in the South? Oh, bless his heart. Bless your heart. Don't say anything unkind. Not to their face anyway, right? We have to be careful with our words, don't we? And Psalm 55 when a friend betrays you. God, listen to my prayer and do not hide from my plea for help. Pay attention to me and answer me. I am restless and in turmoil with my complaints. The important thing here, the lesson for me, is that I need to be quicker to go to God and a whole lot slower to complain to you, to my friends, to my wife, to my children, to the dog, Ralphie. I want to be more like David. 
how wonderful would it be to have God, the creator of the universe, as your best friend, your confidant, your protector, your source. I mean, not just in words, right? We all say that, but what if in actuality, when something went wrong or right, the first person we turned to was God? Good or bad, I think that would glorify him. That is my aim, my friends. I don't do it well, certainly don't do it perfectly, or all the time, but I'm on this journey. We are journey, journeying through the word, and we are also on a journey to better ourselves, to become more like him, for he alone is perfect and good. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.